Hey guys, you know me, I'm all about the easiest way to make a podcast, and I've decided to go with this podcast on Anchor, because number one, it's free, but it's a creation tool that I can do anywhere at any time on my phone or my computer, and I can edit my podcast right then and there. I can add music to it, I can add sounds to it, and it will be distributed anywhere and everywhere spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, but my favorite pocket cast and i can make money from this podcast with no minimum listenership now at my last podcasting host i had to have 500 downloads a week even to get minimal payment this you do, don't have to do. Make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Sam with Daily Sports Betting Overtime. I had been meaning to get this out last week. I... I'd kind of plotted it in my head that I was going to do it either the day before opening day or on opening day. It didn't work out. And for that, I apologize. But this is kind of how to bet baseball, what you should look for. You can call it baseball betting 101, whatever you want to. Um, But you bet baseball, I guess you bet every sport. A little differently. They all basically have the same concept. But baseball is more of a money line sport. Meaning you're picking who's going to win one way or another on the money line. It's just who's going to win. Now, they do have run spreads. They're usually one and a half runs. The favorites are minus one and a half runs. The underdogs plus one and a half runs. You do get better odds on them. They are harder to pick. You also can do over-unders. And... This week, uh, if you've been listening to any of the baseball episodes, you've heard me say it's been really hard to pick over and unders this week. Number one, last season, 60 games, teams were in and out of COVID tracing and and actually having COVID. Games were getting canceled. They were trying to make up stuff. It was a fiasco. But also, this season, they've changed the baseball. They have made it tighter and really worked on the threads so that the pitchers, they feel, get better grip to throw more sliders, to throw more curveballs. They think this will juice the ball and send more home runs. So far... I mean, I haven't read any research on it yet. It's too soon, I think. But just me looking at different scores, I'm not sure that the ball is juiced. 
I'm wondering if those tighter threads and the tighter baseball is causing more pitchers to get a great grip on it and that they're not throwing faster fastballs and that their cutters and their curveballs are not fooling people way more than what they have in the past because they're getting that grip. So, um, over and unders have been hard here the last couple days. So what I'm going to do is going to give you about 10 different things to look at when you're wanting to bet baseball. The first one I don't always listen to, but you want to avoid big favorites. That's the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Cubs, the Dodgers. And it used to be the Braves. I think it may be the Braves again this year. They should be looking good this year. And if they are where they're on TBS, and TBS is offered pretty much nationwide, they become a favorite. Now, let's talk about what I mean by big favorites. These four or five teams, a lot of people follow them casually. They're not diehard fans that are watching all 162 games. But they keep up with them, and if they happen to be, like today, College basketball national championship game is tonight. So if you're in a state that has legalized online betting, you may be looking to bet the Gonzaga-Baylor game tonight. Well, you because you have a passing interest in um, the Yankees, you may look at baseball. Well, who are they playing? And... You just bet them. You know, they're playing Baltimore tonight. Hey, I'm, I like the Yankees. I'm going to bet them. You don't know anything about the Yankees. You don't know the record. You don't know who's pitching tonight. You don't care. You're, you're just going to throw some money on the Yankees. Probably not a lot. But the thing is, these four or five teams are the ones that if somebody happens to be on an online book, they happen to be in Vegas. They want to bet the teams they know. And they don't do a lot of research. Well, what that causes the books to do, the sports books, is they inflate these teams. You're going to find that they're going to have more juice on them. And when you hear me say that, Instead of it being a normal minus 135, it may be a minus 200. Now, what does that mean? It, if you see a minus 135, you would have to bet $135 to get 100 back. Or, 
if it's minus 200, you would have to bet $200 to get the same 100 back. So there's a big difference there. And you will find that on the four or five teams that I named, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Cubs, the Dodgers, and possibly this year the Braves, um, you're going to see the sports books inflate them. So avoid that when you can. You may want to look at an over and under total. You may want to look at playing a run line where you take them uh, minus one and a half if you feel like they're going to win by two. So I encourage you guys, even if they're your teams, if you want to make money, kind of avoid them. Now, a lot of times you want to take advantage of the plus money underdogs. And what I mean is, you know, you may be able to get a really good team at plus money. And by that, um, I'm going to use tonight for an example. Houston versus the Los Angeles Angels. Houston's a pretty good team. I I don't have their record right in front of me. I believe they're three and one. Um, but they're a plus money underdog. The Angels are favored to win, and you are looking at if you pick Houston tonight, they're at plus one oh four. Now, granted, that's not a big plus, but it sure isn't a minus 135. So, that's the thing. Um, You may want to look at some teams pretty good, but they're still the underdogs. Because in a series, they'll probably pull out at least one or two games. Try to bet against the public. Now, the public bets a lot of times their gut instincts, their favorite teams, like we talked about in number one. You'll see um, when the Yankees are playing one of their rivals, um, the Boston Red Sox. You'll see who the favorite is in that game and who the the public is pulling for. When uh, the Chicago Cubs play Kansas City Royals, you're going to see the public betting the Cubs. Even though Kansas City this year may be the better team. So you want to look... Where is the public look like it's betting? And you want to make sure you're kind of going in the opposite direction. Because that's where the smart money will go. So the next point is basically a lead-in from that point. 
you want to follow any reverse line movements. You're saying, what, Sam? What are you talking about? A reverse line movement is, let's say the Chicago Cubs are playing um, the Milwaukee Brewers. And um, they start off the Chicago Cubs minus 130 when you check it at 7 a.m. Well, you check it on your lunch break at noon to see, you know, what's going on because the game's not till 4, and you check in about noon, and you see Chicago has went from 135, 130. They're now at minus 115. Why? What that usually means is a lot of people are betting on Milwaukee. That always causes me to do research. Did the Cubs announce that somebody's injured? Are people suspecting someone has COVID? Um, what is going on that's causing that line to move? Did Milwaukee trade for a player? Did Milwaukee pull up their big top prospect from AAA? Are they starting a pitcher that has been on a hot streak? What is causing that line to move? And that may cause you to bet a different way. So you want to watch that. Focus a little bit on divisional underdogs. When you see teams playing in their division, they're playing 8, 10, 12 times a year. They get to know each other. They know each other's strengths and weaknesses. And usually, and I'm not talking the last place underdog, but if you've got... Um, number four team in the division taking on the number two team, they may know each other well enough or have their pitching set up well enough. They really look into that. You may want to be playing the underdog in that situation because they have the number two team's number. So look at the divisional underdogs. The other thing, know the weather. A lot of times you can pull up sites and they will give you the weather. If you pull up sports betting sites, um, bet QRL or QL uh, action, um, trying to think of some of the others, I'm drawing a blank. They will tell you the weather. They also will tell you the wind, which is what you want to know. Because if the wind, baseball is usually an outside game. Also know if they're playing inside or not. But if they're playing outside and the wind is blowing in at five miles an hour, or more, 
you almost always want to bet the under. Because it is normal balls that will be home runs. If the wind is blowing in, they will not make it over the fence. Some of them won't even make it to the warning track. Which is going to cause less runs and you want to bet the under. So that's just a big tip. Find out what the weather is going to be. Find out what the wind's going to be. Now, you may also want to find out umpires. Do not bet solely on the umpires. But if you're on the fence of how you're going to bet a game, you may want to look at the umpires. And let me give you a for instance. Joe West. Anybody that watches baseball has heard of Cowboy Joe West. Um, he, when he umpires a game behind home plate, the underdogs win 47% of the time. Now let me repeat that. When Joe West is behind the plate umpiring, the underdogs win 47% of the time. And you're saying, well, Sam, that means you wouldn't bet the underdogs. Remember what I told you about underdogs. Underdogs are usually plus money. If you can get an underdog at plus 140, 115, and they cover 47% of the time, you'll, you may have a losing record but you'll be winning money. So look at that. Um, guys, make sure you shop for the best line. Don't just bet one sports book. Don't say, well, uh, BetMGM gives me uh, more props or they give me uh, betting insurance or... They have odds boosts or whatever. No. Shop the different sports books in your state, in your area, to make sure you're getting the best value for your money. And if you do that, then you'll be covering them all. You'll get rewards from them all, and you won't have to worry about it. The other thing that I do in all sports. But a lot of people have wrote in and said, I don't understand why you do this. I don't understand why you're giving away this many free bets. Guys, today, I'm giving away 37 bets. If you count the Masters, which I don't, I'm giving away Masters bets. Um, I'm doing, I think, seven of those. Brings you up to 44 free bets that you're getting today if you listen to the podcast. No one gives you this many free bets on a podcast. It's because I do number nine. I embrace volume betting. Because it leads to increased profits. Because you're betting on more games and you can cover your losses. 
Other guys, they may give you three picks. Well, if you lose all three, you're in a hole. If you bet 37 and you go um, 15 and 22, that 15 may have been all underdogs and you actually might have won money today even though you had a losing day. So I embrace volume betting for all sports, one every day. Um, yes. People have wrote me and said, do you bet less money than a lot of people? Yes. Obviously, if I was only picking three bets a day, I would take my bankroll that I have per day and put it on three bets. So, yes, I would obviously be betting more than if I take my bankroll for a day and I'm betting on 34 bets. So, yes, I my bets may be lower, but because I'm doing volume betting, I may win more. And that brings me to the last point. Guys, really manage your bankroll. Figure out for the month how much you can afford to lose. Period. If it's a hundred bucks, it's a hundred bucks. If it's if it's five dollars, it's five dollars. If it's a thousand dollars, it's a thousand dollars. And if you figure out I can only lose a hundred dollars this month, that doesn't mean it's a hundred and five. That means a hundred. So, manage your bankroll. Guys, I can't tell you enough. In baseball, avoid parlays and teasers. I know I have fell into that trap when I was a little younger. Of wanting to take five dollars... And bet a four or five baseball game parlay, and it would have won me, you know, $435. Well, of course, you want to brag about that. You want to say, I bet 500 or I bet $5, and I won $435. Guys, parlays don't hit very often, especially in baseball. I see people picking five-game parlays, four-game parlays in baseball all the time. And they're getting great odds. But it's really hard to win four or five games in baseball. It really is. Um, You know, I'm on the next episode for today, April the 5th. I'm going to be giving you 17 picks. Do I expect to hit all 17 of those picks? No. Would it be nice? Yes. But if you would ask me out of those 17 picks to pick four or five that I think are sure shots, guys, I don't know that I could do it. And that's what the sports books count on. 
they count on you doing four or five games and one of them you lose, well, you lose the whole parlay. Don't be betting parlays. Okay? That's probably the best advice I could give you. For those of you who are new, this is your first episode. Um, I'm Sam. And you can reach me at Overtime Daily on Twitter. I'm fairly active there. I'm all the time putting out the podcast. I'm responding to different people. You can ask me questions there. My DMs are open. You know, I'll I'll answer you. You can also reach me at Daily Sports Betting OT at gmail.com. I answer all my email. And we have recently started a Facebook group. It's Daily Sports Betting Overtime Podcast. Put it in the search bar. Click that you want to join. I'll approve you. Um, I'm actually going to be putting the master's bets in there, like written. Um, you can follow me on BetSperts. That's B-E-T-S-P-E-R-T-S. I'm under Coach Sayre, S-A-Y-R-E. You can see my record there. Anytime you want to, you can see my bets there. Uh, baseball, it is broken down by my wins and losses in baseball. Then you can go into the different divisions, you know, Eastern, Central, all of those. And then when you click under it, you can go and see what my betting um, record is per team if you're interested to see have I won or lost a lot with the Atlanta Braves it will show you my win-loss record when it pertains to the Atlanta Braves that's why I chose that you can check up on me any given time I'm pretty transparent so you know it doesn't bother me telling you guys anything you can always write me and I'll take a snapshot of it and send it to you. That's that's not an issue with me at all. As I always say, if you guys feel like you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. They will help and support you in any way possible. Guys, you don't have to bet every game I do. I totally understand your bankroll. I totally understand if you don't believe in what I'm picking and why, that's fine. But I just wanted to put this episode out talking about how baseball's a little different than some of the other sports and some of the things that you can research to become a better bet, better on baseball. So if you have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, write me. Let me know. Otherwise... I'll be talking to you guys soon, and I'll see you down the road.